This portion of the show is brought to you by Zero Res. Get your carpets clean, your tile, and much more by going to ZeroResNorthernArizona.com. Let's get right to it. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome everyone. Thanks for listening. Jeff Horvitz here. Happy to be here with you today. Angela joins me this hour. We came in a little hot from a long weekend over in California. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of driving. So wait, wait before you get started, can yeah. I sing? Or will a simple no. No. happy birthday do? <laughs> you had to do it, huh? Yeah, why not? Yeah, you only turned 39. It's a big day here. Eight times. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate Happy that. Happy birthday. I, I appreciate the birthday wishes I've gotten to. I should have re- replied to more of them. I was doing a lot of show research as we were uh, driving on the dreadful I-40 yeah. east of Kingman. That, <laughs> that road's in pretty bad shape if you're listening and you're driving that a lot. I mean, literally, like, rattling the vehicle. I, I thought the axle was going to Yeah, and the future I-11 corridor yeah. north yeah. of Kingman. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. bad, too. I'll tell you all about that. So we, we took, um, and Olivia will join me in a second hour to share with you the, um, what was that group called? Young? Young America's Foundation. Young America's Foundation over in Santa Barbara, California. And she had the opportunity to go to the Reagan Ranch. So mm-hmm. she'll come on, share that with you, and hope for America, I guess, because there are young people that came from all over the country to learn about conservatism, conservatism, and um, anti. They had speakers that were anti-communist, like escaped China, escaped North Korea, things uh-huh. like that. So Venezuela, <clears throat> Venezuela, you yeah, know, all, all hot spots of entrepreneurship. So she's going <laughs> to tell you all about that. Yeah, but we're driving. So she needed to get over there on Thursday, <clears throat> yeah. for a couple of nights. And, and it was we, kind of cool. It's like this little self-contained little, it's it's almost like a camp for high schoolers. And so she was kind of on her own for a couple nights and had a roommate in her hotel room and, yep, you know, was responsible for getting up and getting packed and ready every day. And so, yeah, she'll tell you all about it. But And it's it's, yeah. it's all paid for. So they got it. The kids got to get these for like teenagers mm-hmm. and this group, Young America's Foundation, America's Foundation, yeah. they bought the... Reagan Ranch, oh, back the, in the 90s or yeah. something, 800-acre uh, ranch up there in the, you know, the, the hills above Santa Barbara, and they take kids from throughout the country, and they pay for their stay, and Santa mm-hmm. Barbara is not a cheap place, Yeah. Uh, so Olivia got a fully paid-for trip. and Yeah, we had a, like, a very <clears throat> nominal fee. Yeah, 50 bucks or something like that, Yeah. and we're like, great, this this doesn't cost us anything, <laughs> except we, we went, and then we had hotel stay. Gas. <laughs> yeah, probably wound up costing a couple grand, but then you're, <laughs> you're done with it. It is not cheap in Santa Barbara, for sure, but I got you some updates on California, too, because we always hear about how it's... Just falling apart everywhere. I can say Santa Barbara is pretty good, but that's a pretty rich, yeah. <laughs> controlled area. Yeah. Kind of a bubble like Flagstaff, much more expensive uh, right. than Flagstaff. Yeah. If you're wondering where, as far the, as real estate. Oh yeah. yeah. If you're wondering where the cash buyers are coming from, that are coming to Arizona and buying up everything cash, it's nothing to them. Yeah. I mean, I I, right. I pulled up a home that was twenty five million dollars. Yeah. I think twenty five million for bucks. Forty something. <clears throat> forty five million. Yeah. I think was the highest one. And I don't even think we've got anything. That high in all of Arizona, right? Anywhere right. in Arizona. So, yeah. all right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. What I want to get to is this Lukeville. I, I talk, told you about this last week how the Border Patrol was 
slimming down operations at the Lukeville border crossing. Uh, well, they've done more than slim down the operations as far as coming across, uh, you know, being able to drive across, walk across the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, as of today, they've actually closed the Lukeville border crossing. Yeah, that's so Which crazy is huge. Because there's nothing for just miles of nothing be There's by lukeville on nothing, either side nothing. so if someone needs to cross uh, where over, are they supposed to go uh, all the way around yeah you're gonna and we'll get to this here in a yeah. little bit what are the alternatives what does it mean for a place like rocky point what does it mean on the u.s side as far as maybe more economic troubles in northern mexico that maybe pushes more people to other border areas and coming into the u.s so i want to share that with you i want to share um an srp plan srp is the big water and energy company here in Arizona. They have a lot of water rights, especially in the Verde Valley. I want to share a plan that they're proposing to put in a bunch of solar panels, which we saw a ton of solar panels on, yeah. in California, um, and a weird orb outside of Las Vegas. We've never entered Las Vegas from that nor- northern, no, western. But that was like, yeah, more in the western, western s- side, like Bakersfield to, to Vegas. And yeah. yes, we stopped in Vegas and stayed there a night last night. I'll tell you about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, they have this crazy huge three, two, three thousand acre solar field out there with these glowing orbs. I thought I was in like a James Bond movie mm-hmm. or is it waiting for like Dr. Evil or something yeah. <laughs> to come out? Uh, so I'll, t- I'll tell you about that. But um, SRP is planning a big solar project above lake uh what is that one lake down apache apache which is uh, beneath roosevelt so you got the dam over there and and all that but they're talking about possibly pumping water up through solar panels and creating i guess you'd call it like a hydro battery storage type arrangement because you're storing the water up above and then it comes back down and creates electricity i'm going to try to break down the details of that plan it's it's interesting but i sometimes wonder if all this stuff that costs billions of dollars actually does much yeah or is the old way yeah is the the old way better and i'd love to hear from you talk with jeff at icloud.com uh get those comments in and live will be by later and if we don't get to them today we will definitely get to them on tomorrow's program okay uh you may be cold out there we can turn on your heater and maybe out call gettles high desert mechanical this is who angela and i use uh they did a great job servicing our hvac units here in flagstaff uh, whether you've got an older unit like we do, or you need a brand new system, a retrofitted system, new construction, all of that custom design, Gettles High Desert Mechanical, they'll take care of you. They'll do a great job. They have excellent, excellent customer service, and their technicians are top-notch and, and, and know everything that I don't know. Know everything about HVAC systems. They'll get you up and running again if you need service. Call Gettles High Desert Mechanical right now if you need service. I don't think you should call them if you know. Maybe just say hi. <laughs> but when you need service, yeah. save this number for Gettles High Desert Mechanical, 928-567-2200, 928-567-2200, or go to Gettles, G-O-E-T-T-L-S, GettlesHDM.com. Okay, let, let's talk more about this issue in Lukeville. So, yeah, I was just trying to find out where the nearest border crossing is if, say, you were... I looked yeah. it up. Oh, okay. I looked it up. Yeah, yeah, because there is not a lot. The best I can tell is you're going to have to go. So let, let me rewind. They yeah. closed, as I said earlier, they have closed as of today. They say temporarily, uh-huh. whatever that means. They're clo- they've closed the Lukeville border crossing, which is south of, let's say, Buckeye. So the western yeah. edge of Phoenix, you go south, you go through Gila Bend, 
And then you go through a little town called Ajo. Uh-huh. Ajo is like an old mining town, kind of a nice town as far as their town square. You can tell there was tons of money there at one time from all the mining. Mm-hmm. Mining operations, I think, have dried up a lot. I think there's still some activity. But you see mounds of mine stuff all over. Then you keep going south. What, another hour? You go, you yeah, go through like an hour You maybe. go through Y, this little uh-huh. hamlet of... You know, border yeah. patrol people are trying to find housing, and then National there's Oregon Pipe National Monument. And by the way, we saw, was it Oregon Pipes or Joshua Trees in California? Joshua Trees, oh, man, yeah. Joshua Tree Forest were yeah. awesome on that yeah. western side of Vegas. Um, but Oregon Pipe National Monument, monument, not park, uh, is pretty cool to drive through. But there's signs for years. I mean, we, we we've gone down Rocky Point mm-hmm. for better part of 20 years yeah. right don't pick up anyone watch for basically yeah. you know families running around the desert those signs you know like the deer crossing signs yeah. but families doing that <laughs> i mean it's it, they're they're funneling they have been funneling through that area for a very long time then you get to lukeville which is basically a gas station with a border crossing and probably three lanes going into mexico maybe four or five coming out mm-hmm. um back into the u.s there's been such a problem with especially the the illegal immigration, obviously, but people, the cartel pushing people up. Um, we talked about, I believe it's Sassabee. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. That's to the east. That's to the east uh-huh. of Lukeville. That's another crossing. Nothing out there on the U.S. side, really. On the Mexican side, there's Sassabee, which is a couple thousand people, or it was, but it's basically controlled by the cartel now. People mm-hmm. can't get in and out. I think that crossing's still open. Last I checked, mm-hmm. but that's cartel land, right? Yeah, who's going to go through that? Yeah, you don't dump yourself that. So then, Lukeville's closed. Ton of people from Arizona have houses there. They have in Rocky Point. In Rocky Point, yeah. yeah. So Rocky Point is about an hour, hour or so south of Lukeville. You go through mm-hmm. a little town called Sonoida, and you basically drive through the desert and you hit the beach. And right. you get to Rocky Point, which in my experience has been a pretty safe place. There's been some incidents, but no yeah, more than any American any city. Trouble. Never had yeah. any trouble driving. Um, apparently, there's more and more activity, though, in all of um, Sonora, mm-hmm. in that whole area. There's more and more um, cartel activity. They're pushing people up through that border. Cro- I don't think it's the crossing, but it's the area all around that crossing. So Border Patrol, from what I'm reading, has had to pull a bunch of the agents and people who are manning that post and send them out mm-hmm. to do enforcement and really what is not enforcement, but processing. And here's your um, swag bag, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Here's your stuff. Yeah. Here's your phone. Here's so your, here's your plane ticket. Can or you get bus into ticket. Mexico going that way? You just can't get out. It's just the U S oh, that I don't know. I, I thought, I thought the whole thing was closed, which means I think the, the Mexico US- side <laughs> might be open. Yeah, but if the U.S. decides to close up the U.S. side leading in, they're closing it up. I bet you the whole thing's closed. We'll do well, some research, yeah. but I think that whole place is closed. I don't think you're getting down in or coming back up. I, they said they closed the crossing because if they well, they that closed could be the, the U.S. crossing. Well, though, I don't not, know. You yeah. look that up. Okay. Um, so you always do that to me. <laughs> you always ask me a question that I don't know. Well, that's okay. Challenge me, I guess. I'm not sure on that. If you want to look that up, I will feel look free. it up. Um, but anyway, you're not coming back that way for sure. Right. We'll confirm Angela's, you know. Uh, curveball there as soon as we can um so you're not coming back up through the the border in lukeville so what does this mean though for if you have to go to rocky point or something and this is bigger than just vacation i know we got a border crisis going on but there i shouldn't say nobody but very few people are coming through the lukeville border crossing 
illegally. It's pretty hard mm-hmm. to get across the legitimate way. Mm-hmm. You know, you go out a little bit and you find the holes in the yeah. in the walls and, and this and that, and you you come up that way. Um, so they're they're closing something that actually has a controlled point, and it's going to be pushing these people to other points. Now, mm-hmm. if you go to Rocky Point, you're going to go to 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 Nogales in Tucson and drive through Mexico. Either that or it looks like Yuma. Or Yuma, Yuma and drive through Mexico. Yeah. Look, I don't know about you, but the shorter time you can drive through Mexico, probably the better. You're going to go to Sasabe if there's if that cross is well, still open. Well, who wants a, a couple You're go of to cartel hours land? detour on Yeah, that. so what does this mean for a place like Puerto Penasco for Rocky Point that relies heavily on American tourism? I mean, they've got fishing down there and some other things, but this is... This is where, right. especially Arizonans, by mm-hmm. the yeah. boatload, go, carload, to vacation and get away, even yeah. people from California. And everything that happens down there, the people selling the, 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 the burritos and the tamales on the beach, yeah, they the literally do that. The mangoes. Yeah, they rely to, on, on Americans yeah, to buy those. To fishing guides, to cleaning your rooms, you know, all of that stuff. And I know people are probably like, well, I don't care about their economy, but we should because... What happens if it tanks even more down there? They get more desperate. They get and, more desperate yeah. and they come up here and they and people yeah. funnel up out of desperation. So if this goes on for very long, you're going to see people in yeah. a because desperate economic situation. Because even when times are good, there's still the cardboard yeah. shanties oh, down there and the really poor living conditions. Yes. So if they lose even more tourism dollars, it's they're going to get more, like we said, more desperate to yep. get out of there. And where do they go? They go an hour north. Of course. And you go through and you get processed and you yeah. go get work in America. Yeah. Um, so I'm really concerned about that, that we don't have enough resources. The Biden administration hasn't put enough resources uh, to handle our borders and to we should be able to man our border crossing uh, locations and handle that. Right. We should have the agents that are available in the field. And these guys are doing a hell of a job. They're, I'm sure they're really frustrated, the Border Patrol, well, the, 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 is, the, the field agents, yeah, the, the people we, out We've there. spent the last three years just basically encouraging people to yep. come here yep. illegally. Yep. And they get put up in a hotel or whatever, and, you know, they get their food bags and, you know, yeah, we're whatever incur- we're giving out. There's a lot of stuff we're giving out. So... Why not? And and the word travels, and then you just get more and more people, and then you don't have the border patrol to handle it. There's not enough people. We got enough people to do this. We it's just the misallocation of resources by the Biden administration, and and that general attitude that hey, it's come on up here, yeah. everything's rosy, and then you get even more. Yeah. Now, uh, even Democrat Governor Katie Hobbs, uh, Senator Kirsten Sinema, Sen- Democrat Senator Mark Kelly, uh, everybody's saying what the heck to the Biden administration Mm -hmm. at this point. You're really messing with uh, big economic issues here. You're not handling this well. I'm I'm paraphrasing some of the things I read about them, uh, their comments on this. This is not a good situation because now another concern is, are they, okay, they're enforcing the area around Lukeville more, so they pulled the agents from border crossing Mm -hmm. and this and that. Where are those people fanning to now? And are they concentrating even heavier in the Yuma sector, maybe, or the Nogales sector, or Sasa, uh-huh. wherever? Um, and is it going to create an overwhelming push there rather than it possibly being spread out a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Uh, on average, 3,140 people uh, in vehicles and 184 pedestrians entered the U.S. daily in Lukeville during October, um, according to the U.S. Transportation Department's latest figures. That's a, a 
a bit there from the, the uh, Arizona Republic. So 3,140 people in vehicles, 184 pedestrians. There's not a lot of pedestrians because there's nowhere to really there's walk nowhere to. to walk unless you to. park on the U.S. side and you go over to Sonoida for something. Yeah. You know, you go yeah. get some uh, tamales or, or yeah. some, uh, what have we got? You buy, when you're waiting in line there, you buy the tortillas. <laughs> Or dental yeah. work. There's there's a couple yeah. stands right along the road there where you can do your dental yeah. work. That's a little oh, sketchy. Oh, people do that. Yeah. Orthodontic work. Yeah. Anyway, the Biden administration's border chaos continues, and now I think it's going to be impacting the Arizona economy, impacting the Mexican economy, ultimately impacting more people flooding over to the U.S. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. This is such an easy solution. Just, just send a bunch of, you know, we worry about the borders of so many other countries and other continents mm-hmm. just send down a bunch of people to enforce the border how yeah. hard is this yeah how hard is this actually to handle they don't want to handle it that's no, the problem they don't they want don't to want to handle it, it. this yeah. is very very fixable talk with jeff at icloud.com go ahead and get those comments and talk with jeff at icloud.com all right uh let's see here uh if you're thinking about getting a new smartphone you don't need to you can go to just wireless right in flagstaff right on milton avenue as you come into flagstaff off of i-17 Get a new-to-you refurbished smartphone from Just Wireless. Good for the environment. Good for you to save some money, too. You'll save a bunch. If you have an existing smartphone, maybe uh, the battery's going a little slow. Maybe you got a cracked screen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Maybe you got a charging port issue. Just Wireless can fix all of that. And usually it's 90 to 100 bucks. I mean, every case is a little different, but uh, a lot cheaper than buying a brand new phone. Stop by Just Wireless again right there on Milton Avenue as you come into Flagstaff or go to justwirelessaz.com. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. I don't think we got a rock chip in our windshield this trip, which is surprising. It usually happens every time. Even though I-40 and the future I-11 corridor... That doesn't quite exist yet. Um, yeah. Was destroyed. Uh, chances are you are going to get a rock ship. Look, go to Diamond Auto Glass on Fourth Street in Flagstaff. Diamond Auto Glass has done a great job fixing our windshield. Angela and I, we've gotten plenty of windshields replaced there. Plenty of those rock chips filled so it doesn't spread to the rest of your windshield. They do a great job. Uh, don't call you. You call your insurance company. Here's what's going to happen if you get a rock ship or need a windshield replacement. They're going to push you to one of their shops because the, these national companies, they run the phones for these places uh, in many, many cases. Uh, call Diamond Auto Glass directly. Deal with a great northern Arizona company. Save money. Save time. They do a great job. 928-779-4140. That's Diamond Auto Glass at 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. The uh, representative from New York, from was it Long Island there, George Santos, did uh-huh. you see that he got yes. ejected? Booted. Got it's like booted. the sixth one in history. Sixth one in history. But here's what's interesting, and I would say even a bit concerning. First of all, let me preface this with, I think George Santos is a real ding-dong, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I to, mean, To say the least. To say the least. Yeah. I think, I don't think... 
from what I've seen, that the guy's any good that he should be there. And I think a lot of people would agree with that. Here's what I don't like about this precedent, though. This, he's the first guy to get ejected, though, where there wasn't like a conviction or something. Oh, right. Yeah. So, yes, he's charged with all this like stuff. Allegations. Yeah, 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 he's charged with all this stuff. Is he going to have his day in court? Should he have been expelled? You know, a lot of Republicans said no. Uh, here in Arizona, I think uh, two of our delegation that are, that are Republicans, Schweikert and Juan Siscomani, Congressman Juan Siscomani, um, I say that because every time I get an email, he says his name or whoever's typing it like 15 times, and it just irritates me. It's a personal pet peeve. <laughs> but um, Congressman uh, Schweikert, who, who himself has faced all kinds of ethics violations and campaign finance issues, I think he had to pay a fine and all this. Mm-hmm. He and Siscomani voted to eject him. I'm, I'm sure the Democrats all did. Um, and the other Republicans chose not to eject him uh, because he hadn't had a trial yet. So that's, I guess that's the concern that I've got is, does this set a precedent? Like, okay, right. we just don't like you. And, or you've been or accused of some stuff. You've been accused and, of stuff. Yeah. And it probably, you know, it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, all that stuff with yeah. a duck. He's probably a duck. This mm-hmm. guy's seems no good. Yeah. Seems like he's probably got a lot of problems legally and this and that. Um, but hey, you know what? There's a lot of people that support Trump also that are saying, hey, he hasn't had his day in court. So do you, you know, and there's people yeah. attempting to kick him off the ballot. He hasn't right. had the trial yet. Yeah. You know, the stuff hasn't happened yet. So it is concerning. What'd you say? One of six or seven? I think he was the sixth. Or maybe it had happened six times before. Something like that. And some of them were like, you know, they were in the Confederacy or something. Yeah. You know, things that, or they were actually convicted of of some kind of crime. Mm -hmm. So, as far as I can see, and and I guess, you know, what do we know about history? The person that's writing it for us. But as far as I can see, historically speaking, uh, first one, that's just like there's nothing there yet. There probably will be, but are we going to get into the position in this country of probably their day in court? Even boneheads like this guy, Mm -hmm. get your day in court. And ultimately, we are close to the next election. You really think that people on Long Island are going to vote for this guy, vote him back in? I don't. I mean, really. probably you never know. Yeah, yeah. And what about that guy out of Jersey, the senator, the Menendez or whatever his name mm-hmm. is, the guy that they found the gold and the yeah and all that. So yeah. now is there? And I see that um, there's some senators saying, "Hey, we should eject this guy too." But that guy, that he seems like red-handed in the cookie jar, right? Yeah. But until you have the trial, yeah, and find really out fair to cast yeah. judgment. Do we really on, want the yeah. other politicians doing this without some? Solid basis as far as legal, you right. know, going through yeah. the legal process. I, I don't think so. I think it sets a bad precedent. Now, when he is, and I, I, I he will probably be uh, convicted of some things. You never know, though, but probably mm-hmm. then that would be the time to eject this guy. Right. Should he resign? Yeah. 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 The guy, that other guy, Menendez, should resign. They're just distractions. So that would be the ultimate thing is they should resign. You know, it is unfortunate that you can't do a recall. On the federal side, oh, right? Because you, you see it happen. That's how you should, yeah, kind of sift through exactly. problems like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's multiple recalls going on in northern Arizona right now for on mayor's positions. Mm-hmm. I know Cottonwood's one of them. I'm not sure where that's turned up to be. There's a process in state law that says, "Hey, I think it's after six months you can file a recall after you get a certain amount of signatures and this and that to recall somebody that's a disaster." They give them six months because okay, the guy's got to get in, person's mm-hmm. got to get in, and then. If there's a problem, right. start the recall process. But it would be nice that the voters within a district maybe could have take a constitutional amendment, but maybe have a, a recall process to say, like the Santos guy probably would have been recalled. Then yeah. at least it's the yeah. voters saying, hey, I don't like what's going on. I'm recalling you. 
yeah, for a right. reason X, Y, Z. It could be for anything, really. Mm-hmm. So Santos gone. Uh, I guess they'll fill it with somebody. We'll see what I, I would imagine. The process is similar to what Arizona would Any be, other which vacant would fill seat. it with a. Um, I think they'd have to fill it with a Republican, but who the heck knows? It's New York. So we'll see what goes on there. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Go ahead and send your comments. Should Santos have been ejected from Congress by fellow politicians? Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. All right, the Blind Brothers, we got all new blinds from the Blind Brothers last year. They did a great job for us. This is a good Christmas present. You want to get this for your loved one, maybe even for yourself. Maybe you're looking at it. It's like this is so old. If it still has cigarette stains on it from when you were smoking in the house in the 1980s. It's yeah, probably it's just it's yellowing. Time. Yeah, it's probably time to replace those things. Or if you just want a new look, the Blind Brothers have a ton of options for you. Call them up. They'll spread out all your options, not just the most expensive ones. They'll fit within your, your budget, your style, all of that. 928-634-2423. That's the Blind Brothers at 928-634-2423. Or go to theblindbrothers.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. I see you brought me my little stir stick plastic for my coffee. Thank you. Of course. I had a um, stir stick in California and it was um, compostable. Yeah, you all know, the, it's, it's, the, the straws and yeah, everything yeah. are like... Well, they have yeah. the, the, the paper ones that fall apart, mm-hmm. the straws and all that. This was actually some kind of hard material. Yeah. So you feel good about yourself because it says it's eco-straw or something like that, right? Uh-huh. And it's like com- com- compostable, right? Compostable, yeah. am I saying that right? Um, and you read in a very small print, it's like, I don't know, like a three-point text. Uh, it has to be done at a com- only compostable at a commercial facility. That I'm may or may memory. not be available. That may or may not be available in your... So all these people get these straws, like in California, and think they're doing good. Yeah. It just goes in the garbage. I know. You know, the, I know. Who, who's sending their special straw to the compostable facility, maybe not in their area? And what would that cost? How inefficient would that be? How much fuel yeah, would sure you use shipping straws? Yeah, I'm sure the restaurants all have a bin for straws that the straws go to when they're California's cleaning the funny. table. Those people are nuts over there with the driving. I mean, we had people literally... Oh, yeah. They This was... So we left... Um, Santa Barbara yesterday and then we headed towards LA and we took the route close to LA because it was Sunday like morning yeah, so, so the traffic was Sunday morning traffic bad. you think Sunday morning drive right and it's like nuts uh, this one guy he thought he was in a video game oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah. in and out like nuts you know almost just almost hit me mm-hmm. uh, and just like just out of their mind and then mm-hmm. even when you're driving out in more of the rural areas which is outside LA you know you get back in the desert and stuff they're still driving they're still driving nuts here yeah. if you're listening to me from California right now take a pill chill out <laughs> you're not in LA anymore but man what a mess that place is i told you i was there 2 weeks ago and oh, i was yes. in LA in the heart of LA 
And I tried to warn you, but yeah, that's, that's nuts. That's just crazy. Santa Barbara's beautiful, clean air and all that. But oh um, yeah, it's nice. Though. You know, you gotta you gotta have a few million bucks you, in the bank. You have to drive through the L.A. area to get there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or you could. Fly yeah, there, we kind of started it, and we did okay. Part, yeah, we kind kind of did okay coming in, but. uh yeah, I could see why you're getting out of there. I mean, there's great areas. If you got money, you can you can live just about anywhere. I mean, you go to places around the world that are all jacked up, and you can live there like a king. So mm-hmm. if you got enough yeah. money, you can uh, uh, try to hide yourself from the insanity, pretty much. Right. But we're talking. I didn't see much under a million bucks there. What was interesting is one of the parking places where they had an attendant sitting in there. You know, they were like starting wage like fifteen bucks. Right, something like, like a f- maybe 14, 14 or something. something. And I was like, well, that must mean that Santa Barbara, which is much more expensive than Flagstaff, has a much higher cost of living than Flagstaff, actually pays their, has a lower minimum wage. It does, yeah. Than Flagstaff. Yeah. Flagstaff is such a disproportionate minimum wage when you look at some of the other places in the country that are so much mm-hmm. more expensive. But anyway, lots of environmental stuff in, in good old California. You know, they're of kind course, of wackadoodle yeah. on all this stuff. Um, some good idea. Like, I'm not willing to poo-poo every idea that comes out that may, you know, maybe change the way we get our energy and this or that. I did my first e-bike. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, e-bike. Yeah. They that got, was fun. So they got this pilot program. They just call it a pilot program where they have, remember we had the bikes in Flagstaff where they had the regular bikes scattered all over Flag yeah. and people were finding them in trees orange and this ones. and that. Yeah. These e-bikes you ain't throwing in a tree. They're, they're very heavy. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I, I did rent it. I, I It's like, I don't know, seven, ten bucks. So they say. Yeah, we haven't gotten like a bill yet. Mm-hmm. They nickel and dime me on everything in California. We got charged multiple tourist fees. And yeah, we're like, why are you charging us a tourist fee? We're here visiting you. We're spending We're, we money. are the tourist fee. Yeah. I mean, what, what is that? So I rented the e-bike, though, and you know, it, was, it was pretty cool. I could see owning one of those in certain locations. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Yeah. So I, I zipped around. So those aren't bad ideas. I mean, we were saying that last week with the bus thing in, in Flagstaff, how they're getting like that $12 million grant to build this big, fancy bus terminal in south side downtown area. It's like, wouldn't it just be cheaper to get everybody, you said, an e-bike? Mm-hmm. Maybe just yeah. start, yeah, just, here you go. Just have it take an e-bike. Go away. We're getting rid of the bus altogether. Yeah. You know, even or over even there, the bus is renting. Even if they wanted to do the rental system here, but give the people that, I mean, I'm not into giving stuff out. I no, guess. neither am I. Give them the pass or, well, you know, swipe your card, you get it. I don't know. I'm just saying that. <laughs> In lieu of, you know, the bus goes away and here you get a nice bike. Now go away. We're yeah. never giving you anything else again. Yeah. If we could just wean everybody off these systems, unless it's just a super busy route, busy area, drop all the other crap. It doesn't make sense. Even over there, uh, right during rush hour in like Santa Barbara, they had all the buses too, just like Flagstaff. They're empty. Yeah. There's nobody right. on them. Yeah. You know, they're riding e-bikes. We're doing sitting this in breakfast that. at 7.30, which should be rush hour. Nothing. I mean, here, there's two people in a bus. Yeah. So, I don't know. Good ideas, bad ideas. One one idea that I'm looking at, and I will try to, uh, at some point, try to get someone from SRP on the show to maybe talk about some energy issues, because they're obviously big into the solar panels and all this and that. And I, we mentioned it in the beginning of the show, they want to create, it's, it's take multiple billions of dollars to, to build this thing. So a whole bunch of solar panels mm-hmm. that would, during the day, and this is um, north of Apache Lake, south mm-hmm. of Roosevelt Lake. So picture if you go over the pace and you go down outside pace and you get down to those all those reservoirs, those are reservoirs that are like, what, Verde and then Salt River? Right. Right. Yeah. That, that, the Salt River feeds into Roosevelt, and then Roosevelt makes Apache, and then there's yeah, Canyon Lake, and, there, and then Verde River 
feeds coincides into salt with it after the lakes. Oh, after the lakes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Like outside Fountain Valley type yeah. area. We, yeah. We saw where it was coming in. Or yeah. You, it feeds right mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately it winds up down in Phoenix. But what they're talking about is, is making more dams to create electricity, to spin the wheel. Yeah. You know, right. it's like rats on a wheel. Um, and hydropower is a great thing. We were at uh, Hoover Dam today. It's been yeah, working just today since, we stopped. what, 1935 35. or something? Yeah. Uh, we actually went through Las Vegas on the way back because I wanted the kids to see Hoover Dam. They'd seen it maybe five years ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, hydro can be a great thing. But what they're talking about here, and I'm not an expert on this. I just was reading about it the past couple of days. So there may be, there is more knowledgeable people on this, but let me give you the 30,000 or 5,000 league under the sea. Uh, type of view on this thing. They want to put a bunch of solar panels, which takes a lot of space. I mean, we saw many thousands of acres. Of a lot of resources. Where do the solar panels come from? How much natural resources does it take to create those solar panels? It's fine. So they want to scatter them all out there. And the lower lakes, like let's say Apache or whatever, mm-hmm. from what I'm reading, the solar panels would power the pumps that would pump water back up to new reservoirs above uh like apache lake Mm -hmm. and the theory here is or what they're saying is that it's you obviously you can only use these solar panels during the day right when the sun shines yeah that's the problem with solar is there's really no way to store it there are batteries available but they take up like football field size batteries then you've got all the natural resources the uh, the lithium Mm -hmm. all the stuff that's mined many of it overseas many of it under questionable uh, working conditions. Uh, so I think it, there's this recognition that batteries are not going to take care of this for us. We're not going to be able to do this. So their idea is like a hydro battery. So during the day, the sun shines, it powers directly those pumps that pump water from the lower lake or the lower reservoir up to the upper reservoirs. And then at night, what happens? The sun goes down, solar panels don't work. That's the problem with, <laughs> with, with solar panels is they don't work at night because there's no sun. So the theory is here, you put a bunch of water up on the upper reservoirs, and then at night, you let it all flow down, because a lot of people are, you know, let's say in wintertime, five, six, seven solar panels are dead. People are flicking on the washing machine, the microwave mm-hmm. to cook their, you know, stover's dinner and go watch some TV. That's all on, right? They're charging their EVs, yeah, which is kind overnight. of funny. We were talking about this, yeah. uh, because everyone thinks, oh, I've got solar panels. And, you know, you're not, you're not charging your EV directly off your solar panel at night. It's coming right. off the grid. and a lot of people will plug it in <laughs> At night, yeah, at the the Tesla or whatever, and maybe have a timer on there to charge it for a certain, yeah, you know, time frame, which is at night. That is not, and that's not that is being, not zero emission. It's not going to be charged yeah. from solar. Yeah, you may have offset it during the day because yeah. you have panels in your house and you're 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 pushing into the grid, and then mm-hmm. they're giving you credit. But don't fool yourself; you're not getting a zero emission at that time because yeah. they're probably using the nuclear plant Palo Verde, or they're using. Um, uh, natural gas or mm-hmm. coal, coal, or uh-huh. of course hydro. So the idea here is, solar powers the pumps during the day when the sun is shining. Hopefully, it's not cloudy. Fills the upper reservoirs at night. It flows back down, and it's uh, spinning the wheel, creating electricity at night, yeah. and then okay. starts the process back over again. It keeps kind of cycling it through. I my question is, what's the net gain? I mean, is this right? That's what I was better? thinking. Is like okay, so. Whatever power they're using during the day to get the water pumped yeah. must still be less than the power generated 
at night from this watch. Uh, there has to be a net gain. They're saying, or else, what's the point? They're saying it could power up to 200, 250 to four hundred fifty thousand homes. Uh, one point one to two thousand megawatts of excess electricity. They're saying through this whole process. But I just ask the question, does it make sense, though? Because you will have to make new dams, new reservoirs, right? Dams. Yeah, some kind of holding. So thing, you're going right? to have to dig a big hole. What's the environmental impact of that? You're going to have to put in pretty big fields of solar panels, I would imagine, to, to power this whole operation. Right. What's the uh, Where, economic side of that? But what also, that? yeah, what is the environmental side of that? And does it make sense? Or does it make sense just put in the solar panels and, you know, at night turn on the gas generators, the natural gas generators? Because that's what they do. I mean, they have their base load, like the, the nuclear power plant and this and that. But if oh, it's a super cold night, people are running electric heaters or super hot, whatever, and they're running extra for the air conditioners, they got to fire something up fast, and that's your natural gas plant. Mm-hmm. That's something that you can click up and, you know, you're yeah. torching it and you're, you're spinning the wheel. So interesting proposal. I'll try to get somebody on, you know, who's obviously an expert. I'm not. Um, yeah. But it's interesting. You, you use the salt. So I'm Sunday. curious. Why have there haven't been as, I mean, maybe there have been advancements in storage, but why aren't we working on storing the, the solar? It's the battery size. I mean, you got to make big batteries. Is there any other way? Or? I don't know. Maybe someday, but I don't. I look at um, Bruce Sidlinger and his Tesla, and he said there was 6,000 pounds of batteries on that thing. It's the bigger yeah. model, right? I mean, they're uh-huh. just, they're, all the weight is in the batteries. You need a lot of material to hold that, uh, even, you know, with the technology advances that have yeah, happened i mean i'm sure i'm sure it's going to get better trying to figure out a yeah, different I'm sure it's storage get there. mechanism it ain't there yet and this uh, article i was reading was even acknowledging that hey srp or somebody was 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 speaking saying hey it's just it would take football field size type batteries, batteries yeah think about that think of yeah. all the research that goes into that and then what do you do with the crap when it's no longer good when the battery mm-hmm. goes bad yeah. i mean you throw it in the garbage no i mean there's a huge yeah. a huge issue with that um, so, uh, by the way, we did pass that solar facility north, I'm sorry, west of Las Vegas. Their idea, they're using the solar panels during the day. And as we're driving up, sun's reflecting on some of the solar panels, but there's like these glowing orbs, two of them. Yeah. We were and like, I was what? Like, what no, is it? I thought is the that? sun was reflecting on it. So I was reading on it on our way back today. Um, they are salt. They're filled with salt or something. And the solar, the sun that's coming in heats up the salt to like a thousand degrees and it's glowing it's cooking hot in there it's like it's like this inferno cooking the salt and storing it up and then at night it's still hot and then they're pumping water and it turns the turbine Mm -hmm. so they're using the heat from during the day they heat up the salt in this big i mean this thing's like the size of a couple houses huge yeah huge it looks like something like i said like from a science fiction movie it's really bizarre I i took a picture i'll try to throw it in the podcast and it's holding that heat, and then they're using the heat to, to, to run the water, steam it off, and fire the, the turbines. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah. I, I mean, they spent billions of dollars on that, though, and apparently that's uh, given a lot of power to Las Vegas. So I guess there's ways. But then you're not doing that in northern Arizona because the dark sky thing. Yeah. Right. Do you want yeah. two giant? Do you want well, giant that orbs? Was middle of nowhere. <laughs> it was the middle of nowhere. Yeah, middle of Mojave Desert. <laughs> it was. It was. It was pretty there. bizarre checking that out. All right. Love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Did you see what gold did? Gold hit a record high. I think it was on Friday. It's come down a little bit since. Oh, I didn't see that. 
Silver was cranking as well. Uh, might be a good, I've been saying might be a good time to call Justin at Desert Gold Exchange and learn more about physical gold and silver. I think it's still a good time. Uh, you can talk to Justin and his team at Desert Gold Exchange, get a free investor's kit. Uh, who knows where this is all going? They're, the Fed was more uh, dovish as far as are they going to continue to raise rates? Maybe they start dropping rates all of a sudden. I don't want to say that this is any indication of what future outcomes may happen, but a lot of times gold and silver have taken off. I'm not guaranteeing that, so don't yeah. Yeah, don't, don't hold me to that. But uh, in, in the past, when you see those interest rates decrease, uh, and I think that's what people were seeing with gold and silver, and they drove the price up pretty good on Friday. Called Desert Gold Exchange. They deal exclusively in physical gold and silver. And they keep their overhead low. They pass those savings on to you. Lowest commissions you're going to find. They guarantee that. Call them up right now. Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. That's Desert Gold Exchange at 888-852-4343. 888-852-4343. Hang tight. Back in a minute. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orbit show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. Hey, if you have any doubts about your roof, you need to call Dave at Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona today. Dave's got an exclusive treatment that can restore, protect shingles. I'm talking those asphalt shingles. And if you've looked to see what the price of a new roof is, it is astronomical. Call Dave at Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona. He is an experienced home inspector. Come in, do a free roof inspection. Also give you an estimate on this coating system. You might be able to save up to 90% of the cost of a new roof. Again, call Dave, Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona, 928-301-9404. That's Fresh Roof of Northern Arizona at 928-301-9404 or go to freshroofofnaz.com. Or are you trying to find it for exit to, to find Mexico? Out if you can drive through yeah, Luthville into Mexico. Yeah. You just can't get back through there. Because, hey, if you're stuck at the border right now, call us. Because the Mexico entry, that's their deal. Like the U.S. Yeah, but there's still a gate on our side. I know. Lock that well, shut. Well, true. Yeah. yeah so I, that's the thing. I think they locked it down because they don't the want to do anything. Thing. Because they can't have someone there in case somebody drives up from Mexico through the you know the exit. You know, the opposite yeah. way. Even though there's those big spiky things, they'd have to man. They just sealed that thing up. Well, I, I couldn't find it. Yeah, you anyway. couldn't find it. Yeah, nowadays, right? Um, <laughs> you just, I did, I, I want to talk more next hour about uh, Reagan. Mm-hmm. Isabel went to, yeah. or Olivia, sorry, went to the Reagan Ranch. One thing I did enjoy, she sent me some pictures. And you got to be invited to go to the Reagan. It's not like it's open for tours like like Yeah, like we Graceland. were kind of thinking, hey, we'd like to go there. Maybe we can get on tour. And we yeah. find out it's really basically closed to the public. <laughs> I guess Scott Walker is the head of that young American. Yeah, that's what I said. Group, I so I'm going to try to get him on maybe in the new year and yeah. talk about that. Because that was a really cool thing that they're doing there. Mm-hmm. But she sent me pictures of Reagan. He's such a down-to-earth guy. And people I've interviewed that worked with him directly like uh, Peggy Grandy. Mm-hmm. 
always said he was real. He was sincere. Yeah. There's pictures of him on his lawnmower. Yeah, we did see right? some at the center there in Santa Barbara. Yeah. The pictures, pictures of him and, with the chainsaw. Yeah, the chainsaw. Like, oh, this is my kind of guy. We yeah. need a president that knows how to mow their own lawn and you use a chainsaw again. It's been a long time. All right, more to come. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a few. This portion of the show is brought to you by Diamond Auto Glass, where the difference is clear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, welcome back. Another hour of the show. Angela's here with me. Olivia joins us as well, fresh off her trip to Santa Barbara and the Reagan Ranch. Good experience? Oh, yeah, it was great. Good. Kids from all over the teenagers was it was it high school high kids schoolers. high school kids um from all over the country a lot of california too but there was like 18 different states oh uh, yeah 17 17 awesome that's good so we'll talk about that here in just a second uh we just got back running a little hot today because we i was doing show prep on the road while angela drove i didn't sleep good last night because i decided to detour on the way back from santa barbara we got to um bakersfield and you can either no we went through um, Barstow. Barstow. Sorry. Starts with a B. Barstow. And you can either keep heading over, you know, towards what, e- east towards Arizona or take the Las Vegas route on, was that 15? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we decided to do that and we saw the crazy solar panel projects with the giant glowing orbs and all that. Uh, but decide, I wanted to go to Vegas. And if, if you see the picture here, I've got uh, my, my hat from the uh, pawn shop. Mm-hmm. In Vegas, yeah. So I've always, I've, I've always liked watching that show. And I, the how many Pond times? Stars. Yeah, Pawn Stars. Yeah. And um, how many times have we been to Vegas and we've never, we've never gone? gone. I was like, where is this place? Yeah. You know. So finally, we did it. And I was like, it was like getting late. It was like four o'clock. So I was like, let me yeah. book a hotel in Vegas. We haven't been there in about five years. We used to go all the time, but it's it, it, to me, it's degraded a little bit. But it's, it's Sin City. It's got more expensive yeah, and yeah. less fun to me. <laughs> Olivia, what did you think? I mean, I liked it personally. <laughs> well, you know, when you've not been there, I mean, when you've been there a lot, it's, yeah. it loses I mean, the appeal. I mean, I recognize the, the large amount of problems, but <laughs> <laughs> I like the view, mm. and I like the tall buildings. Yeah, the tall buildings And I like cool. tricking people, like getting a picture of the canals and the Roman stuff oh, and whatever. Oh, yeah, she was sending texts to her friends trying to... Have them guess where she was, yeah. And she is look. It looks like she's in Rome or Venice yep. or Paris or wherever, and they're trying to guess where she was. Yeah, but I went to the pawn shop there. It's um, if you're familiar with Vegas, there's that kind of no man's land in between the Strip and um, there's a Stratosphere, and then down the old downtown, downtown. area, yeah, Fremont Street, a little seedy. In that area, yeah. it wasn't too bad. I mean, I didn't feel like I was going to get shot or anything. Yeah, it was okay. Not at that time. His yeah. sun was still up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of weird when you see something on TV and you go and it's like, this seems smaller. Yeah. You it know, always something seems like it that. It seemed different. bigger to me. Yeah, did it? Yeah. It, Just I, it I thought it seemed smaller. Back. Yeah, it did seem smaller. And Olivia got a picture of me and Rick Harrison, who was the um, Harris. Yeah, Harrison. Har- I Harrison, think. I think, yeah. who's the you know pretty famous guy from... From from Pawn Stars, yeah. so um, I'll put that picture up. He's strangely not moving much, though. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and I bought this hat. I had to buy a hat. Yeah, but I, I'm looking on hotels.com or whatever site I used. I'm like, let me book a place. Angela was driving at that point, too. I did do I some know. driving. Why did I drive all the time? I should have got one of those Teslas with the self-driving cars, which <laughs> we saw many. There's a ton of Teslas in California and Las Vegas. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, but I booked the hotel, and I'm like, this is great. We got, we got like, um, oh, it was like 25 bucks for, uh, what's that one with all the rides? The kid's place. Circus Circus. circus. And we stayed there once like 15 years ago, and I was like, I'm never staying there again. Maybe they've yeah. remodeled. So I mean, I, I'm like, okay, that, let me okay. get something in the middle there, like, you know, Mirage or Caesar's Palace, something that, you know, maybe I don't got to wear flip-flops in the shower yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And finally I settled. I was like, Mirage for 100 bucks. I think it was. Good deal, you know. Then they add on all the, you get nickel and dime. There's all the resort fees. Mm-hmm. And it wound up being like 200 it was over 200 bucks, I think, for With this thing. fee. Yeah, and um, I need to go on my phone and turn off the heater. It's blowing in Angela's microphone. You hear that thing? Technology. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, anyway, I, all the resort fee is over 200 bucks. Yeah, rip, So rip we get off. there. We get up to the room. We're on the 20th floor. Good view of the strip and all that. <clears throat> We're ready to put on the swimsuits, right? So it's Vegas. There's a, mm-hmm. I picked this place because it has the, the hot tub and the pools and all that. We get down there. I felt like uh, Griswold on the vacation. vacation. I get to Wally World and it's closed. <laughs> for they remodeled. I guess Planet Hollywood bought it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there. It's like no Hard Rock Cafe. Bought Hard Rock. It. Yeah. Sorry. I was like, what was the resort fee for? There's no yeah. resort. There's no pool. Pool's closed. <laughs> There's no pool. He's like, I'm really sorry. And he was just a security. He's a security yeah. guard. What? He has nothing to do with it. And yeah. I was like, don't don't worry. You know, but we did get fifty bucks credit or something. Yeah. that they gave you before that. So anyway, that's our Vegas trip. Little. Um, they had the Grand Prix there recently, and they wound up putting all these bleachers up. None of like the escalators weren't working. Yeah, um, it's, they've allowed street like, performers on the sidewalks like they haven't in the past. And there's a guy just yelling obscenities, trying to get a dollar from everyone. Yeah, you know, right, Olivia? I'm like F-bomb covering the kids, after, oh, I'm covering after, the kids' F-bomb. ears. Not a place for kids. I just well, wanted them to see the spectacle. These almost naked women with the um, feathers <laughs> on their head and stuff. They want you to. They They've want- always been in Vegas. Uh, in a performance way, not yeah, wandering yeah, yeah. on the sidewalk. I don't know why there were so many pairs just like everywhere, just yeah, like walking they, around. They're like, do you want our picture? And oh, I, I said, why. first of all, I'm not the one to ask. <laughs> Second of all, I've got my kids with Second me. Second of all, stay serious? away from my man. <laughs> I was like, go find a single group of guys, like single guys or bachelor party and go get your $5 picture. Yeah, they were asking her for the picture. I was like, what's wrong with this picture? They can't even do their job, right? (laughs) Well, times have changed, so maybe they're getting more pictures from women. I mean, right? maybe, I mean, it's I, you know, market still, forces, I guess. Family, you just, that's, that should, there should be a line somewhere that's <laughs> yeah, off limits. You're, you're, and well, they're peddling the porn out there too. That's what, it, that's oh, why they've we, always done that. We though. stopped going to Vegas many years ago with, for family gatherings and stuff. Cause we didn't want to take the kids. I, like I said, I wanted them to see the spectacle, understand the different, um, worlds that are exist out there, but they mm-hmm. would even push generally they don't push it in front but it's like you guy tried to give one of those oh yeah. and i just told yeah. him don't take any of that yeah, exactly. stuff you don't want it all right we got a bunch to get to love to hear from you talk with jeff at icloud.com remember hey if i was selling a home in the flagstaff area right now you know who i'd call and that's kelly broadus with the broadus properties group brokered by exp kelly turns really challenging situations into five star solutions 
Anthony and Connie, for example, they decided to build their dream home. And while they're waiting for its completion, they purchased a home in Pine Canyon. Once their new home was ready, Kelly was able to sell the Pine Canyon property in just six days of listing for the full asking price. No stress, no hassle. Why don't you call Kelly Broadus, see what she can do for you. Uh, she's, like I said, who I would call if I was selling right now. And she just has a wealth of knowledge that I actually lean on right here on the program to to share with all of you what's going on in the real estate market. I think we got her coming on. Uh, I think it's this week, actually. Uh, visit her online. Get an instant valuation on your home. NorthernArizonaFineHomes.com. That's NorthernArizonaFineHomes.com. Or call Kelly Broadus right now. Or maybe wait for a commercial break. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Okay, last hour we told you about the border crossing being uh, closed in Lukeville, which is in you know kind of southwest Arizona. People use that to go to Rocky Point. And the Angela, she usually does, Olivia, she throws a curveball curve to me because it's like, well, the border crossing... We control that because it's people coming into the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. So you're in Rocky Point. You got to come back over. You got to go through the U.S. And she's like, well, what about going down? Because the Mexicans control that. I was like, no, they'll just put a big gate. They'll close it on the U.S. side so they don't have to deal with anything. And there was some confusion as to whether you can go out but not come back in. You have clarified that. Well, at least I had a hard time finding out. But then one thing on AZ Family I read says no northbound or southbound traffic, including people walking Okay, so it's closed. The border so crossing both is ways there. is closed. Okay, so I just right? like clarity. I just like to know because no, some good. people might want to say, well, we'll drive down that way, but we just we're have to go the long up. way around and then or we're going to s- stay for a yeah. month or whatever. So <laughs> and then they're gonna, <laughs> in a month, all the border crossings might be closed the well, way it's right. going right now. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I'm saying is that, you know, some people. No, it's fair enough. Extended. And then all of a sudden they're emailing Olivia like, hey, you owe me gas money because I went all the way down to Lukeville and had to go around. You know, the border's closed. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so my question, too, was that um, I haven't witnessed this myself, but I know other people who have witnessed the kids, the school-aged ki- children that f- walk from Mexico, they cross the border into the United States every day, they get on the school bus, and they get bussed up into school, probably in Ajo or somewhere, I don't know, where the closest school is. And then they get bussed back to the border and they really? walk back across the border like, okay, good luck, every kids. single day. I'm not kidding. Well, they're walking across and then they go to U.S. schools. You're yeah. talking Mexican, Mexican yes. kids going. It's like an exchange yes. program I'm no. aware of. That's no. Well, now that's school choice. So I mean, what happens to those kids, though? Because now they're not walking across the border anymore. I, I guess they got to go to school in Mexico. I don't know. I mean, I feel bad for the kids. But yeah. it's also, hey, we got a country. You got a country. No, I mean, you know? I'm not in favor of this. I'm just saying I know it happens. Yeah. I've seen, I know someone who's witnessed this happen. I've never, you, I, I would like to learn more about that because I've never heard of that. And if, if there are people supporting that program, because that is the ultimate school choice. It's like, I don't like the school in my country. Yeah. I'm going to the neighboring country. <laughs> drop my kids every day at the border. And then you got people like Katie Hobbs here in Arizona who are like, I don't want you to go to school across town. I don't want you to go, right. you know, your money to go to a private school. And you got kids coming in from Mexico. It happens every day. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I would imagine that they ain't getting to school. No, they probably are. It's probably a special exclusion. Or yeah. they're just going like a quarter mile around through around the hole the in the fence <laughs> and they're just walking to school that way. Yeah. You know? It might be closer. It might be saving them some time rather than doing the legit way. Anyway, if you're going down there, you can that's going to be devastating to the Rocky Point economy, yeah. which may have impacts here in Arizona because then people don't have jobs well, down there. It, there might it, I mean, it will lessen the the 
migration for sure of Americans going to and from. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. But there'll still be some that do, and they'll just go the long way and go around. Sure. Yeah. But that's just going to put more pressure on the other border cross- crossings. Oh, good point. Yeah, all of a sudden, if you go to Yuma or you're going to Nogales, yeah. then there's that much traffic going yeah. through there. Commercial traffic is coming up from yeah, Sonoida there's trucks and this and, and that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just... It should, you want to get, get your act together, Biden administration. This, yeah. this is this has just gotten pathetic. Did you see this one? We were talking a little bit about the environment last hour and the eco straws in California and the glowing orbs in the middle of the desert that are for the solar panel projects. Um, I guess that, and we came back to Flagstaff and there's some snow on the ground. Peaks got pretty uh, plastered. So I know that looked heavy up there. Yeah, that looked the backside of the peaks looked like like by the ski resort by Snowball. They looked like they got hit pretty hard. So good news there. Uh, but during the same time. A bunch of um, bunch of planes in in Germany, I guess at the Munich airport, got held up. This is from Zero Hedge, literally like frozen, buried, hmm. buried in snow. And wow. I know it's private jets. It's like too bad these private jets. You know where they're going? They're going to Dubai, which we talked about going to mm-hmm. here coming up in March for the Global Warming Conference. <laughs> <laughs> so they're literally waiting at a tarp. They, 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 flights are canceled because of so much snow in what, you know, early, very earliest yeah, part of December. Early. And they're, these, these hypocrites are getting on their private jets. They can't get there because they're literally frozen. <laughs> and where do they go for the conference? Dubai, which, okay, let's, let's be honest here. Probably not the most environmentally friendly idea to build a huge international city basically in the middle of the the desert desert, right i mean if you're thinking like let me think of the most ideal place to build a city yeah that's dubai probably doesn't come up to other international destinations exactly so yeah they got private jets frozen there um here's a quote private jets in munich on the way to dubai global warming conference are literally frozen on the runway which has turned into a glacier said ryan mao a meteorologist and former noaa chief scientist that's funny and also of course they're taking private planes exactly walking yeah they should be walking the e-bike You tried to e-bike in California. It's pretty cool, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah I, I like could get it. into I could get into that. I want one that has a throttle though. I want to go. I need like an e-motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, to go faster. Yeah, so I I don't know, just more hypocrisy when it comes to the uh, environmental nonsense out there. Uh let's see what else do we have to cover here before we get to Olivia's story on the um her trip to go see the the Reagan Ranch in in outside Santa Barbara. Um, oh, one more. Um, melatonin use and poisoning is rising. I found this one interesting as well, especially since I didn't sleep very good last night because I like things totally dark. And apparently when you stay in a hotel on the strip with spotlights shining at the window, even with blackout curtains, it's still very light yeah. in, the, in the hotel. It creeps around the edge. Yeah. And when there's people coming down the hallway at 2.30 in the morning yelling and screaming because they've probably been out drinking. all. I, I think Las Vegas may not be the place for me. But it's a good reminder. You're just figuring this yeah, out. Yeah, it's now. a good reminder every five years. It takes <laughs> yeah. one night every five or ten years to be reminded of why we don't. Apparently, like one in five kids are using melatonin, like very, very oh, little kids, uh-huh. like from when they're born yeah. almost. Parents are giving them this, and there's been an uptick in like poisoning and problems with, with using mm-hmm. that. But I found, and again, this is an article from Zero Res, um, not Zero Res. Zero Hedge. <laughs> <laughs> Zero Res of Northern Arizona is a great sponsor, but Zero Hedge. Um, like I said, I was doing this in the car, and the roads are so bad, my fingers yeah. are all over the place. Um, 
what I found amazing is that one in five small young kids need to have melatonin. They don't need I, Yeah, they don't need anything. What is this all of a sudden? They're having sleep. It is a normal body um, a hormone or whatever that's produced normally. Yeah. And you don't and, need extra. And it's just dark meat of turkey or whatever. No, that's tryptophan. Is that tryptophan? Okay, melatonin. I'm getting my... Melatonin is my, the This sleep, is why I don't give medical advice or anything like the that. The sleep stuff. You know, when you start getting sleepy like and... a similar sounding medicine. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, I took what Jeff said, but it was, you know, it rhymes. <laughs> or it's like, this one's to make you hotter. This one's colder. <laughs> this is like, a, this pill makes you larger. This pill makes you smaller. It was that uh, Jefferson Airplane song yeah. in Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. <laughs> Look, disclaimer, no, it, I don't give medical advice, yeah. financial advice, or really any advice. I, I've never taken it, so I don't know, but yeah. I know people that have given it to their kids because they get desperate for their kid to sleep. Don't I have some kind of and pill they, I take once in a while? Isn't that melatonin? You you have, yeah. yeah I've, ta- I've never I, done it. Yeah, I've taken it. I think it's probably placebo for me. It's just, you feel better. Do you? I don't know. I didn't feel better last night. You, you know? don't take it ever. No, every once night. in a while. When oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I might say, tonight. I've so seen getting, it. Yeah, but yeah. the kids naturally well, it, they collapse. But but That's, some don't, and that that could be because they're getting caffeine too late. They're yeah, getting maybe. sugar too late. Yeah, or they just don't have um, a schedule, a routine, and kids really thrive on that. And if you are just, you know, kind of all over the place, all over the map on your times and stuff. I mean, even if you're trying really hard, people. I mean, parents get desperate sometimes because yeah. there's some kids that just don't. Oh, you're like. They, they just keep climbing out of their bed every yeah. single well, night. Well, you know, the old saying used to be that a little whiskey in the bottle. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> definitely don't encourage that. But no, so you always well, find a way you're like, go to bed, then, go to bed. Yeah, it, it becomes a dependent yeah. situation and it becomes the, okay, here's time for your magic pill. And then, and you then know, they, they, yeah, at least, it, I don't know. They used to magic pills their whole life. Yeah. By the way, another study came out saying that um, the length of that you sleep at night. And again, most of these studies are usually reversed by another study of the opposite direction Eventually, a couple years later. Right. But this study, and I was looking at this one from the daily mail saying the length is maybe not as important. Like seven hours is kind of the number or eight hours, but Going to bed at the same time every night, there's they're finding is more important, like mm-hmm. that regular routine. Yeah. So, you know, ten generally I'm done by ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm lights out, out yeah. of there, and usually sleep okay. Not like yeah. Owen who's eleven and and just sleeps <laughs> dead to he the goes world. About like eight, he he's wakes gone. up at six six thirty. Yeah. He's like, ooh, I'm like, I did you hear good. those people in the hallway <laughs> at two thirty last night? No, no. Do you hear that? Anything. You know, nuclear bomb go no. off. <laughs> He's like dead. By the way, when, the world. when we were in we Vegas, a more regular schedule. Yeah, uh, there was this. I guess they called the person a serial killer that was in the L.A. area shooting homeless people, mm-hmm. and then they were in Las Vegas. Oh yeah, recently. he tells us this as we're walking home or back to the hotel. Oh, in the like, dark, yeah. at night in the dark, like stuck at a sketchy, broken escalator. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, I heard there's a serial killer loose here." <laughs> I like to keep things real. I, I had known that they had already supposedly caught this guy. They have somebody allegedly in in um, uh, custody. We mm-hmm. did not know that. Yeah, you, you didn't <laughs> no, know I that. Didn't yeah, know but there was actually yeah. And then apparently in Las Vegas too, I saw this on Fox News. There was supposedly somebody in the teenage realm, uh, upper teens or whatever, that was planning a mass casualty event in Las Vegas. 
Um, these are all things I'm telling you after we went there and um, showed support for was it Hamas or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, the, 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 you know, the Islamic State or whatever, and was planning to do some kind of mass mass casualty shooting or whatever in the Las Vegas area. So yeah, it was, it was great there. You good know? times. Oh, and yeah, you told times. us this because we saw like a searchlight helicopter like yeah. searching around somewhere <laughs> we had just been in that we were like walking away from. We were like, huh. Yeah. Well, apparently the FBI foiled this, you know, kids plans and, oh. and, and nabbed them. So who knows? I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. We did have fun though, walking around and we did have fun eating at Buddy's restaurant that italian place great food horrible environment though they had like they should have had frank sinatra on i know we walk in there it's it's just the ambiance and you go to an italian restaurant and and like at least i in my opinion the good ones they have like a a little bit more of a quiet vibe and candlelit dinner and maybe like some yeah like you said frank sinatra or something like that and instead, we're listening to Aerosmith yeah. and Prince, and it's like it we're yelling at each other and fit. hear each other. Like it's and, just that didn't heart, work for me. Our waitress was awful. I uh, it's very rare that I don't tip, and I actually I did tip, but I didn't tip her. I gave it to the like the guy who was giving us water and clearing all the plates and delivering food. He did all the work yeah. and he was really nice. Yeah. I went up to him on the way out and just handed him the cash yeah. and avoided her. She was just, it was yeah. just awful. Yeah. Anyway, I'd love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. I am going to, I'm going to double up here tonight uh, and get Namarco's pizza. Um, normally Angela cooks me a big birthday dinner, but since I don't have time to, yeah, I just don't have time with the show and all this stuff and coming in late. Um, so she's going to go buy Namarco's Pizza or somebody's. Uh, Isabel? Namarco's. No, I'm going to get it. it. Yeah. So Namarco's Pizza, I am getting uh, Gary's. Gary's specialty. Gary's specialty. Yeah, and then we're going to get some wings and, and some buffalo bread. Buffalo bread um, with some kind of special seasoning that Isabel recommended. So That's like a mixture. Yeah, love Namarco's Pizza. suspicious, but yeah. she said it's really good, so no. we can report back. Uh, yeah, we'll report sure back tomorrow. <laughs> so if, if you're in a pinch tonight and you don't want to make dinner, stop by Namarco's Pizza. Order like we are for takeouts. You can do it online. It's super easy. Namarco'spizza.com. That's Namarco'spizza.com. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. Remember, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, to call my good friends at Diamond Auto Glass on 4th Street in Flagstaff at 928-779-4140. If you need a whole new windshield, call Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140. All the tech there required to line up your cameras. These guys know what they're doing. Angela and I have used Diamond Auto Glass for many, many years. Again, Diamond Auto Glass, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Angela's here with me. Olivia's here with me. When we, in this is a short segment. When we come back, we're going to hit on the Young... America's Foundation. Young America's Foundation. The Y-A-F, Reagan Ranch. For Y-A-F. Sure. Uh, share some stories. And you had some great speakers there as well who have yes. escaped communism and 
really, really bad ideas that some of our politicians think are good ideas for America. Uh, good news from the IRS. Actually, no. Bad news from the IRS. No, the total opposite of good news. If you're one of the folks that do like your estimated taxes throughout the year. So we do that. Oh, I we're, do that. Yeah, we're self-employed. So every is it every quarter you yeah, send every in? every quarter. But it's like based off last year's taxes and like your proje- projections you make yeah. with your accountant or whatever. Hey, we think we're going to owe this amount. And then they divide it into four payments and, and you, you pay. pay it every four, yes. every three months. If you don't pay that, and again, no tax advice here. If you don't pay that though, or if you're short on the estimates, you get charged interest. Oh yeah, penalty um, on on yeah. that amount. Well, it's jacking up the interest rates going up. Oh. Just so you know, so you know you're maybe got to write a big check because you didn't you underpaid or didn't pay it mm-hmm. at all, and you're going to pay it all in one sum. And you're like, okay, it's it's X amount of dollars. It was just two years ago three percent. It's going. It's eight uh, percent. Oh, I guess it is three percent. It's going up to eight percent. Oh. On the interest that old Uncle, Uncle so Sam So you have to get gets. those payments in on time. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Taxpayers that don't face an interest penalty for underpayment if the balance due is under $1,000, according to this article from is it CNBC, I think it is. So if it's under, a th- again, no tax advice here, but expect to pay more interest if you're short on those on those payments. Yeah. What I don't get, though, is that if I pay too much in my quarterly payments and then I don't end up owing that much tax. I don't get interest payments on the money I gave <laughs> yeah. them. Can I have the interest on that? Yeah. Speaking of increased costs and inflation and all that, Newt sent us an email. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com proving that uh, transitory inflation has transited, like I said in the beginning of this nonsense, to a whole new higher level. Here's what Newt said. For exact same coverage on my car insurance and house insurance, it rose 700 to 1,200 for car and 1,200 to 2,000 for house this year. So Newt is paying, instead of house homeowner's insurance, 1,200 bucks in one year going to 2,000. $800 uh, $800 increase and then for car $500 yeah, increase. Yeah, I, I think we've experienced a lot of that. Oh, yeah. You know with with yeah. increases in insurance and well, stuff. Well, it goes up every year, but I yeah, don't but know it, the, the percentage on the increase on was, ours off was the top of my head. quite dramatic. Plus yeah. property taxes have gone up. Everything has gone up. I couldn't believe what Vegas costs. I couldn't believe oh, what yeah. they're paying for things in California. Yeah. Um I can't believe the gas prices over there. Uh, I can't believe the gas prices here sometimes. I mean, we're getting jacked all around, everybody mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. and I don't see any end in sight. Even even though Biden's blaming us on the corporations, he did that last week, saying yeah. the corporations caused all this. And yeah. It's like, yeah, buddy, look in the mirror. I think that uh, government printing $9 trillion probably had a lot to do with this. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay, uh, if, look, if you've got very high interest rate credit cards and you've been living in your home for a while and you own your own your home, or maybe you have a mortgage and the value's gone up a bunch, you may be able to do a a refinance. So you take your 20, 25, 30% credit cards, and then you go get a new loan and wrap all that up. Uh, Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans, she can help you out with that. Why don't you give her a call? Because that does not make sense doing that. I mean, I hate that you have to do a refine bundle all together, but if you're paying like 30%. I yeah. mean, some people are paying like 30% 20. on yeah. these credit cards. Give Kim Dawson a call. Look, she, she does refinances as well. New home purchases, all of that. Uh, but these refinances where you can 
get that debt into something with a much lower interest rate may make sense for you. Call Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans right now at 928 310 6458. 928 310 6458. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, so that was a good experience for you, Olivia. It really was. I learned a lot. I highly recommend it for high schoolers, and it sounds like they have middle school and college programs as well. Young cool. Americans America's Foundation. Young America's Foundation, and they purchased the. I guess. There's a there's a place in Santa Barbara. What was that called? The, the center. Reagan the Reagan, Reagan Cent- Center. Reagan Center, right or there. Reagan by, Ranch Center. Okay, Reagan Ranch Center, right there by the um, train tracks in Santa Barbara. But then they also, I guess, purchased the Reagan Ranch back in the '90s or something. Yeah, wouldn't I, I guess that's what it is that they have it because it seemed completely independent of any. I guess government messing it up or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> they they own it, but it's not like Graceland where you can go just do a tour. It's like invite only, like mm-hmm. the group. So they, I think the cost for you to go to this, now this was a conference. They bring in guest speakers to talk to young Americans and hopefully try to maybe deprogram some of the crap that's going in our schools would be my guess. Uh, but you, so they pay for the whole thing for kids to basically get a scholarship to come from around the country. You got to pay to get there, mm-hmm. but then they pay for the hotel. Yeah. Hotels. Food, which sounds like it was pretty dang good. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the speakers, the seminar, it's a multi-day thing. And then to go to the Reagan ranch, Ronald Reagan's home, their getaway, um, Western White House. The Western, yeah, is that what it was? Western White House, where the president would go there as as much as possible. It's like eight hundred acres. I was looking in that center. That's, I mean, it's that's an amazing chunk of property for that area. I mean, value wise. Okay, so what did they? Do? What were some of the speakers, and what was kind of the point of this? Well, the theme for this time was it's for free enterprise, but then it was also specifically for escaping communism. Okay. And so they a lot of times compared communism or socialism and capitalism and just how capitalism has benefited the United States and the world. Yeah, more than communism. So much more. So the first speaker, um, and this might have been my favorite. I don't know. I just really liked her. Her name was Grace Jo, and uh, she was from North Korea. And she just had an amazing story because she, like, barely survived because it was the uh, famine of the 1990s. Okay, yeah. And so people were just starving there. She just didn't have enough food. She was telling these stories of how she and her uh, siblings, I think sisters, were just, like, trying to, like, dig just to find anything. Or if they found, like, they found, like, baby mice living outside their house. 
and like cooked just those up because they just had no food. And her father died he, because he was um, he was captured and killed and tortured because he was trying to cross the Chinese border just mm-hmm. to try to find food for the family. And so when she was um, oh, and she had other people, other relatives, just die of starvation. So her mother, when she was like seven, just like put her in a backpack. Oh wow! Had her hide. I guess she was probably really small, just malnourished, and crossed a, the river into China. Mm. And they were hiding there, but several times they were they were caught by like patrols that found them on, and, the, on the Chinese side. Yeah, yeah, on the Chinese side, they were imprisoned and tortured and sent back to North Korea. But then they escaped again, and eventually, when she was about 17, she was one of 370 North Korean refugees who became official refugees of the United States. How'd she get out? 2013. Oh, well, there were just, there were like escape routes that they took, and they made it into some other countries, and then made it to the United States. Made it to, like, got out of China, too, and then... then Became refugee. You know, it must be so rough if you're in the 90s, especially, and you're like escaping to China. Yeah. Is a good option, right? That's a good option. Yeah. Okay. So she was from um, North Korea, uh, American citizen now? Yeah. Imagine. Okay. And she became an American citizen. Family over? I mean, did she get into that? I mean, probably. You know, it's just crazy to think about coming from North Korea because most people don't get out. Okay. And so she was just talking about how, like, when she hears people being like, oh, communism is such a good idea and it will help people. It's like she was starving. Her family was dying and she barely made it here. So now she has, like, a whole foundation and she's trying to get freedom and human rights for other North Koreans. That's interesting. Yeah. And when people tell you, hey, we're going to do communism right this time, history's not on their side, I don't think, once. Okay. And who was another speaker? Oh, we had Eva Aspergren. She was from Hungary. Mm Mm-hmm. So socialism, and she just kind of broke down really just how it worked, how life was. I mean, she didn't have the story of like starving or anything like that, but she was just showing how controlled everything was. Her father's and her family's like watch shop was taken and they like, they had this thriving thing. It was like really big. They had a bunch of apprentices and just, it was theirs and it was taken and they got to keep it like working there. But they had to get rid of the apprentices and, like, you know, do everything that the government said of, oh, it has to be like this. Yeah. Not how you had it or not how you want it, but how we want it. The government knows and how so my business just, should run yeah, and then they it fails. lost what yeah. they had. They, yep. Happens time and time again. Yeah. So she's just talking about, like, school, how just they only have the, like... You know, the government textbooks about how great everything was and, you know, the the giant compounds that they live in. And, like, she was talking for a long time about how, like, getting a car was just, you just go and pay and hope you get one that you like, and it just arrives, like, a year later. <laughs> the Lada shows up, the yeah. Soviet Lada, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just how vacation, like, depending on your job and how a lot of things it was, like, slipping money under the counter of trying to get, like, a better spot. Like, oh, oh if you slip the money here, maybe you can say which car you would prefer or which vacation you would prefer or get a yeah, higher okay. job um, or yeah, medical care. You get into bribery because everybody's earning the same amount under communism. Exactly. So it's like, okay, I got to give a little more if I want to get it. So then you get into an absolute corrupt system. So it's nowhere near their, like, how they say, oh, it's all fair and everyone gets the same and we give to the poor and whatever. She didn't have a unicorn. at all. She didn't have a unicorn given to her. No. Apparently, okay. Apparently not. Good, so they brought in that. Who's another one, another speaker? This is good. I mean, so you got these these 
what, 14 to probably 17 years old or so, mm-hmm. you know, high school age kids that are learning from actual people that live through this. Not some professor that says, oh, communism is going to work great because everyone's going to receive to their, work to their ability mm-hmm. and receive to their needs. It's like people who actually know what communism yeah. and socialism is. And again, Olivia's telling us about the, um, um, why was it? Give me the initials again. YAF, Young YAF, America's Foundation. Young America's Foundation and at the Reagan Ranch there. Give us another one, another uh, person that shared their story. Oh, we have Helen Raleigh. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Um, she was from China. She's now just like a, a writer, an entrepreneur, a speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and she also came here and became a citizen and is trying to educate people on why not to have communism because she also had like a lack of food. And she's just saying how communism is supposed to be how everyone's equal, but it's just the privileged and the poor. And she said that um, the government made a mistake because her name, Helen, in China is like a boy's name. And they didn't know that she was a girl. And so she was getting more food because they thought that she was a boy because it's all rationed out. And so she's getting like four pounds more per month. And um, then the family was punished when they found out that like they had made a mistake, but they punished them because they thought <laughs> they were stealing from the government by getting they were supposed to food. report it right or something. Yeah, They're exactly. starving. It's like we got some extra food. Yeah, let's report that and, and give back yeah. the food. So yeah. she was just more p- pointing out so much more of how just like capitalism here is just so much better and as a survivor that came here afterwards they're all saying they come here and they're just amazed you go to the grocery store and you have like all these options and all these like oh you can just get it if you have money if you work hard you can get ahead actually and there there's just no no opportunity for that well what was it back in the 60s when um uh khrushchev came to visit America was mm-hmm. during Kennedy, I believe, and one of the first things he wanted he wanted to do as leader of the Soviet Union was visit the grocery store. Yeah, yeah, because it's like whoa, all well, of this stuff—that's capital, especially ones who lived like through World War II. You know, those the ones that that you have your bread coupon, but then you go to redeem it, and there's no bread there at the no store. Bread, yeah, and then you wind up, you know burning your furniture just to mm-hmm. stay warm in the winter. And those people that live through that are amazed at our way of life here. Well, and you have, um, we've talked about this before, you have family that escaped communism. Um, your your great-grandma, who's passed away a couple years back, and she was in, uh, she got out of the east side of Germany mm-hmm. and um, experienced, you know, her, her family had to experience what it was like under Nazism. Right. And, and their the property got, destroyed. got taken. And then their property, um, our family history, that got taken by the communists because they would make it impossible to do business. Uh, they had a, a, a wood-making shop there and furniture and this and that, made coffins during the end of the, the Nazi regime. And then they, um, the communists came in and destroyed it the rest of the way. And the family finally got it back in the 90s, but it was so run down, wound up selling it, and somebody actually went in and fixed it up. Mm-hmm. This is a home from the 1500s. But it goes to show you they make it impossible, so you can only you got to live within their rules, and the elite, the political, and they make top it get, get possible scenario to live within those rules. Yeah, exactly. They have the rules, and they say, "Well, you have to do oh, is you follow have an this." Opportunity, but like, yeah, you can do it. Impossible. You can follow this rule, but then yeah. they don't provide. They don't have the materials you need to like paint your, you know. And then they're going to say, "Well, you know, you, you need paint 
every year or whatever it is, whatever the rule is, but then there's no paint to be found. So yeah, it's impossible yeah. to keep up with. Yeah. And then they say, well, we'll take it for you. We'll take it off your hands if you... You just sign here. You can't keep and, up on it. Yeah, you can't keep up on it, you know, because you're like insinuating you're incompetent or yeah. something when it's the government. Yeah. That's just it's so corrupt. Yeah. Another one, you had Carol Roth there, who I hear quite a bit on Glenn Beck's program. So that was good that she came Yeah, in. so she's not like an escapee of communism yeah. or anything, but she was more of the free enterprise entrepreneurship. And she was just like, as an entrepreneur, sharing how she got on that path and how just so many options opened up and she's done like a lot of different things and she's saying that you just get connections Mm -hmm. and you can do like almost anything yeah so she was sharing this one story that i remembered of how um she was trying to get this job it was like on some kind of tv show similar to like shark tank or something like that where they like judge who has the best like entrepreneurial invention type thing and she just kept getting turned down everywhere she went and then a job opened up somewhere and someone recommended her and there were like a lot of people from a lot of different groups that all recognized the name because she had just kept trying and just her name got out there so much through her trying to get something and like failing and so she's just saying if you're gonna like it's okay to fail because if you're trying you're like getting out there and you're getting all these connections and just these opportunities and so then she got accepted into a new job because so many people knew her name and she just talked to us a lot about how to like how to start and how to to start young and just to see what you can do that's what we did and And just learn from your mistakes there was lots of failures and you pay for your education along the way for, for sure but you learn so much from those failures as well and this country for all the faults that we point out and that we worry about here on the program all the time is still the greatest chance of opportunity greatest place for opportunity and making it um we just don't want it to turn into you know, these other failed states, Venezuela. And that's what their points are. Exactly. Of just fight for what we have. Fight for what we got. It's, it's, it's worth it. Absolutely. And Ragged Ranch was really cool. We're, we're short on time, but that was really cool seeing that. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was amazing. And it, just so humble of a president. Yeah. To like, I don't know, just the pictures, just a hardworking man. and Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. And he had the chainsaws. I, I, I want a president that knows how to use a chainsaw. The lawnmower. <laughs> the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah. I'll put that in the podcast. Okay. Young America's Foundation. It's YAF.org. 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 I will try to work on maybe getting some folks from that yeah. organization too, because they do things in DC too. And they take kids, younger kids, uh, Olivia's age and others, you know, you can yeah, also they do other conferences, they do other and, conferences. Yeah. I think Rick Perry is former governor of, from somewhere. I can't remember where, but Rick Perry is the director now, I believe. Um, no, no. <laughs> um, there was that Scott, Scott Walker. Walker. Sorry. Yeah. Scott Walker. Yeah. Where did I come up with that name? Uh, <laughs> I told you we were driving and I didn't sleep uh, yeah. good last night. Oh. Scott Walker is the director, so we will work on getting. Who's Rick Perry? He's, <laughs> well, he's a, a governor. former governor of Texas. Governor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right, love to hear from you. Good. Exp- are you going to go back? Uh, if I can, yeah. yeah be prepared can. now. She's yeah. she's already got plans for next year. She has <laughs> she friends has... now, and uh, you know, it's, it's they, good. They go it's every good. year. Love it. That, that's <laughs> that's perfect. All right. Hey, uh, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Timberline Firearms and Training. Great training courses there. Uh, First shots program. They've got um, the stop the bleed course. They've got the carry concealed course. 
which in California, they didn't have the same rules. If I was carrying a gun there, people would probably think (laughs) I was a a criminal. Totally different environment. But Timberline Firearms and Training can get you trained up correctly. 928-526-7900. Great gift idea with Christmas coming up. Firearms, ammunition, Liberty safes there. All the accessories you need. Timberline Firearms and Training just five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff forward show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orvid show that's it for today olivia good job on the um going to the Reagan Ranch, help me out here. <laughs> Told you I'm getting tired. <laughs> don't go to Las Vegas. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow. I don't know if you're back tomorrow. You might be here Wednesday, Angela. Okay. So and I think we got Bruce Sidlinger and a lot more coming this week. So stick around all week. Plus, catch up on the podcast by going to talkwithjeff.com. Everybody have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon.